You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dan Feldman here. Welcome to Locked On Pistons. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. The Pistons beat the Cavs 106-101 yesterday. One of the more impressive performances for the Pistons this season, and one that leaves a lot of us asking the question, why can't the Pistons play this way more often? The Pistons were very, very good. Yes, the Cavs are in cruise control this, this time of year. They're not playing absolutely all out as hard as they can. Kevin Love is hurt. J.R. Smith was in his first game back from injury. But the Cavs are still a pretty darn good team. They have LeBron James. They have Kyrie Irving. They have a decent supporting cast, even without Kevin Love, even without J.R. Smith at full strength around those guys. It's not an easy game. And the Pistons rose to the challenge. The Pistons played very well. You got to start with Reggie Jackson, 21 points, five assists. He really just controlled things, penetrated, drove and kick, uh, was unselfish in the right moments. He was playing so well, the Cavs got more aggressive on the pick and roll. Blitzed him, tried to take him out of it. He gave the ball up, let his teammates play four on three in front of him. It was effective. Reggie Jackson was very effective, even more than his stat line suggests. And his stat line, 21 points, five assists, is not bad. Andre Drummond was a force, 20 points, 16 rebounds. He even had four assists, his passing ability from the low post. That's been a key next step for him. He did that a lot last night. Tobias Harris moved into the starting lineup, scored 15 points, grabbed nine rebounds. Yeah, 5 of 18 shooting, not great, but he still got some points when the Pistons needed it, and he, he was contributing on the glass. Marcus Morris, also not the best shooting night, but 12 points. Five rebounds, three assists, two steals, just filling in some gaps, doing a lot of things. Uh, KCP added 15 points. Ish Smith had 12 points off the bench. That's six players with at least a dozen points. Stanley Johnson, too. He only had eight points, but five rebounds, helping on the glass, uh, doing some things to help. A lot of players just doing what they can to help and letting, really, uh, the Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond pick and roll, uh, that tandem take over in a way that we imagined would happen coming into the season. This was a very, very good performance. So why doesn't it happen more? It's because the Pistons get up for some of these games. The Pistons were engaged. The crowd got into it because the Pistons were engaged or vice versa. It doesn't really matter, but both fed off each other. It's snowballed. Snowball. That's the word we use all the time on this show. It's snowballed. The Pistons played passionately. They played hard. That's what's most important. For this team, this can be a pretty good team. Sometimes their effort comes and goes a little bit. Their energy, their focus comes and goes a little bit. They got up for this game. The Cavs are the defending champions. Uh, They're seen, at least to the Pistons, a little bit as a somewhat of a rival. I don't think the intensity level for this game was so different than what the Cavs are used to. Teams like the Cavs and the Warriors get other teams' best shot. This is where the opponents want to show out. But this this was a little bigger for the Pistons. This was a chance for the Pistons to impress people, the, their fans, people around them. Uh, to, to, this was a real chance to impress, and the Pistons seized it. Will they play with so much intensity when the Knicks come in tomorrow? I sort of doubt it. Will they play with as much intensity when they visit Cleveland on Tuesday? Maybe. Will they play with as much intensity when the Jazz come to, to Auburn Hills on Wednesday? Mm, probably not. That's just how it goes. This is not unique to the Pistons. Teams get up for certain bigger games. It's 
it's an issue. It's an issue the Pistons have to figure out a little bit and how they can come closest to this. You can't always play the Cavs. You can't always trick yourself into believing you're going to play the Cavs. The Pistons, like it or not, they're not this scrappy bunch like compared to the 2001-2002 Pistons, who were a better team. Not the most talent, though. That was the team starting Chucky Atkins and Michael Curry. You know, Ben Wallace and Cliff Robinson and Jerry Stackhouse, too. But those guys bought into a team concept. It was a different thing. That team was so scrappy. This team is not that. But they need to be closer uh, to this energetic group. It's not so much the hustle things, the diving on the floor and all that. Though that's some of it. Uh, it's energy. And there's a slight difference between the two. But this team needs that type of energy more often. Play with this type of energy. Every game the rest of the season, the Pistons will cruise to the playoffs. But the Pistons won't play with this type of energy every game. They just won't. It's not sustainable for this group. It's exhausting. It's hard. And again, this is not unique to the Pistons. Not many teams play with this type of energy all the time. The ones that do are exceptions. They stand out. They're in better position because of it. The Pistons need to figure out how to come closest to duplicating it, how to play with more energy more often. Doesn't always have to be this, but it's got to be closer to this more often. Uh, one unsung hero in this game, Stan Van Gundy uh, has told the, talked about this in his press conference after the game, that, look, at the Pistons got down big early, a frequent Stan Van Gundy complaint, and he had talked to Marcus Morris and KCP before the game, that Stan Van Gundy, with all his charm, says, hey, I've been a little bit more negative lately than I want to be. And I know that's rare for me to be too negative. And I need you guys to, to hold players accountable. I'm going to coach and I'm going to have my normal intensity, do all my normal things. But, you know, I kind of need you guys to, to help out. And so it's, it's not all coming from me because that's grinding on me. Uh, you know, I'm grinding on the players a little bit. Kudos to Van Gundy for recognizing it. I think a, a few years ago, when he was in Orlando or Miami, Van Gundy would not have had that self-recognition. He would not have realized how he can grate on his players. But I think he realizes that now he's making, trying to make steps to, to overcome it. It's not easy for him. Van Gundy's also talked about how, look it, he doesn't necessarily leave a lot of room for player leadership. He does a lot of talking during timeouts in practice. He's, he sort of takes charge. Maybe that would be different on a team with a leader to step up, but maybe there's somebody on this team who would step up with a little bit more of an opening. You know who stepped up last night? Marcus Morris. There's a timeout. Pistons were down big early, and according to Van Gundy, Marcus Morris just really lit into everybody else, demanded accountability, demanded they play harder, and the Pistons responded. They got back into the game. They, they played with a lot better energy. So kudos to Van Gundy for setting up Morris for that, and kudos to Morris for taking advantage, for speaking up, for giving the players another voice. And Reggie Jackson said precisely that after the game, that the fact that it was coming from Morris, a peer, carried a different weight than if it were coming from Van Gundy, his boss. You guys can all relate to that on a certain level. Obviously, we're not NBA players, uh, but sometimes I think you take a step back. This is just typical workplace dynamics. Sometimes when it comes from a peer, it's different than it, when it comes from your boss. Sometimes that's for better. Sometimes that's for worse, but it's different. Last night it was for better. Uh, so real, real nice job, Marcus Morris there. Uh, one last thing. Don't get the idea that the Pistons can challenge the Cavs if they get matched up in a playoff series. 
I still think it's very, very important for the Pistons to make the playoffs number one. But if we're looking for a secondary goal, it's to get the six or seven seed or, you know, who knows even higher if you get hot, but just avoid the eight seed, avoid the Cavs. The Cavs are too good. They're too good. LeBron James is too good. Last night, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. The Cavaliers outscored the Pistons by 18 points in his 39 minutes. That got means they got outscored by 23 in the other nine. That is so stunning. Plus 18 in 39 minutes, minus 23 in the other nine. LeBron is too good. He was dunking like crazy, just driving. And, you know, he's, he's into his 30s now. He shouldn't still be doing this. He is so, so good. They'll be better in the minutes without him when Kevin Love returns. Kyle Korver was out last night, too. Uh, so, like we said, J.R. Smith still uh, is his first game back from a lengthy injury. He was only one for eight on three-pointers. They'll have the ability to have Kyrie Irving out there, to have Kevin Love out there, to have one of Kyle Korver or J.R. Smith out there when LeBron sits. They will be better in the playoffs with the, when LeBron sits. And LeBron can play more than 39 minutes if he has to. That's no problem. It's a problem in a in a mid-March game. You're not going to play him more. You're not going to exert him. 39 minutes was probably pushing it already. But in the playoffs, oh, yeah, they'll play LeBron in the 40-some minutes, sweep the Pistons, and then take a break until the second round. It would be a battle to win a game, maybe two. I, I don't think that's off the board. I'm not so pessimistic about that. But the Cavs will be going for the sweep. They'll be going for the rest. And because they're good enough to do it, they're too good. Don't want to play them in the first round if you're the Pistons. Last night was a nice win, but it does not uh, foreshadow some type of playoff success against Cleveland. Hopefully we can be talking about the playoffs at some point. We're here every Monday through Friday. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Thanks for listening.